I'm Robin. And I'm Molly. And this is Home is Where the Murder Is. Well, hello there, Robin. Hi, Molly. How are you doing? I'm really good. How are you? Just great. I have some apple tea in front of me. Yum. I have peach. Yum. Yep. Just getting our fruit teas on. It's important. An apple a day and a peach a day. Keeps... The murder I, away. Yep, that's, <laughs> they don't they don't like it. Yeah, the tea. Yeah, so it was a big day today. Yeah, it was Matt's birthday. It was. So Matt is Molly's husband. Yep, and he is older. Ups- now. Older. Um, <laughs> older than he was yesterday. Yep, and he wanted to. He he had a couple drinks and he was like, "Hey, let's do a podcast." So we came down and got all of our stuff together, and then he left right before we were about to record. Yep. So here we are. So that's great. But here we are. But you guys get a podcast now. So Yay! Everyone Which can, is, you know what? It's probably good. It's probably for the you best. We, we pro- it's for the best. At the end of the day, we I don't think neither of us thought we were actually going to be able to use that podcast, and we would have had to re-record anyway. So I guess... I, I, did not think it was going to be usable <laughs> at all. I know how it is, how he gets, and it would have just one one stupid thing and done. Yeah, so. that's sweet. But it, maybe it would have been good. But yeah. I think maybe we should try with a few less cocktails on a birthday, not on a birthday. <laughs> See, I came in at the end of the party, so I walked in and he just looked. He was drinking, a, I think, a beer, and I just looked like a normal dude, and then. <laughs> So I was like, hey, let's do shots, which is funny because I don't drink. So I right. took a shot of water. But um, he looked at me and he's like, Molly's going to be so mad. And I'm like, oh, I'm not mad. No, it's but fine. It was, he was looking at me like, I can't believe you're doing this. I'm like, she's not going to yell at me. I just got here. <laughs> no, it's fine. Honestly, it's it's all good. Yeah. And it's a birthday that's, you know, yeah. expected. I think we just do things differently on our birthdays. But. Yeah, that's not that's not usually me on my birthday. No, but, no. you know. To so, each their own. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. Exactly. But Whatever blows your skirt up. <laughs> yeah. Whatever floats your boat. Floats it good. Yeah. Well, All of it. It was a fun night, though. Yeah. So, and now we're in our fort again doing our thing. Yeah. Here we it's are. It's funny because there was something I had to talk about today for the next episode. And I, because we rushed right into this, I don't remember what it was. Oh, no. So, I, well, it might just have to post it on the Facebook page. Just a lot of good progress still though Mm -hmm. yeah we're we are wow we are really taken off i think the last time i checked we were in 41 states and 33 countries or 38 countries so cool so that's great so yeah keep up the good work everybody and um send us those murders you want to hear about and uh, also make sure your realtor friends are listening because we'd love to partner with them yep for sure yeah so keep it keep up the great work you awesome supporters yeah and friends. thank you yep all right yeah. i'm gonna get right into it because i can't it's bothering me that i can't remember what it was that i had to say it'll probably come to you halfway it, through this and you know it and i'll have like an ADD yep. moment yeah yep. so i'm gonna get started with this and if i do all of a sudden blurt out something that makes absolutely no sense you you understand why yeah okay okay so since we have taken off quite a bit in other countries i decided to do an episode um, with a story from the UK, because um, that is across the pond, one yeah. might say. 
That is what they say. <laughs> One might say. Not all, though, I don't think. No. No. But, yeah, so we have a very large um, increase in UK listeners. So I'm going to try and do an episode um, on a murder that happened in the UK. From what I understand, it's a very popular case. Um, I will probably botch a lot of things, but and that is why no I need you to that. make sure to correct me so that we can um, get better at this. So please bear with me. I don't know anything about the UK and I'm learning and I want to. So um, I thought this was a good way to start and we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, but speaking of which, since because I am a Wisconsin real estate agent, and not a real estate agent in the UK, I have absolutely zero information on the property. So, um, other than probably what's public information. Yeah, whatever is public information, that's what I have. So, so not zero. Well, no, it's pretty close though. Yeah. Um, so, this is a murder that happened at home, so I am staying within theme, but I need a UK realtor to be sending me some info so I can do an update on this. So, if there's a UK realtor listening to this right now, you need to help me. So, feel free to. Call me. My number's out there. All right. So this is the murder of Alice Ruggles. Alice was born on December 24th, 1991 to Professor Clive Ruggles and Dr. Sue Hills. She grew up in a town called Tur Langton and was the third of four children. And her family described her as someone who was easy to get along with, always fun and smiling, and the glue to the family. Ooh, yeah. Usually when you're the glue. Honestly, all those things, you don't want to be any of those things. Yeah. You know, you're the glue of our friends, though. Like our friend circle, Molly. Thanks. She's the glue. But it, that's also concerning. I know. I, wor- I worry about you all the time. Thank you. Um, at the age of 11, Alice became interested in fencing, and it turned out she was really good at it, and she actually went on to win on win some tournaments and even chose to attend Northumbria University in Newcastle due to their very good fencing team. I think fencing is very cool. We should try it sometime. I just, I mean, I'm assuming that it's just very popular over in the UK too, more popular than yeah. it is in America. Um, but I did see that actually our local rec department had like a fencing thing. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. For adults? I think children. Damn it. See, we never get to do anything I don't fun. think they want a bunch of adults going around with those skills, I do. maybe. You know what? Let's put on a fencing night at Driftless. That will be really a poor decision with okay. all the martinis. Oh, okay. A lot of eyes gone. There's a No, you wear plug. a mask thing, I think. Yeah. So, hope, well, if you put it on, I guess. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Driftless Social, everyone, in Mount Horb, Wisconsin, if you're looking for a great martini and a fencing evening. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so yeah, she went um, to school for for she well she didn't go for fencing, but she went to school and was on the fencing team. Um, she actually became the fencing club captain. Oh, nice! So she was really good at that, and she loved it. That's and great. She must have been a very uh, personable person to be a captain to yeah. to be liked usually. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I laugh because I was barely a captain ever. Anyway. Why are you saying you weren't liked or what were you That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, okay. So Alice fell in love with the the town. I did a fart noise. I was going to say, I'm like, you can't make fart noises in here (laughs) because they won't know. Yeah. That was my mouth. Okay. Okay. It was not. Oh, my gosh. 
Alice fell in love with the town of Newcastle and decided to stay in the area after she graduated. She was renting a flat with her friend Maxine in Bensham. Ben, Bensham. Bensham. It's probably just Bensham. And I'm over here. Bensham. Gateshead. <laughs> and she took a job with a company called Sky, where she was a site coordinator and PA to the head of sales. She was a hard worker and loved deeply by her coworkers. So far, just sounds amazing. Yeah. Everything was going great for the young 23-year-old, and she began talking with a man by the name of Tremon Harry Dillon. When you start talking to those men, is when things Speak, yeah. start to You're go downhill. Me, I'm getting text messages from a dude I met tonight. Well, I didn't meet him tonight, but I met him 17 years ago and ran into him tonight. And now my phone's blowing up, and you know what? It's those mans. It's the mans. Comes a calling. Gotta watch out. Dun, dun, dun. Every, see, it's always when everything's going really good for you. And yep, when things are going up, they can only go down. <laughs> always. Don't, don't get too high up there. <laughs> don't get, I should have just stayed mediocre. Find a nice, <laughs> nice flat ground to stay on. Don't go too high in life. I love it. No, that's not true. No, we Reach want you to the see. stars. <laughs> Sorry. I'm very giggly right now. I think you think Matt rubbed off on me. I just think it's it's just because like I'm tired too. Oh. So you know, like when you're like almost like overtired. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's where yep. we are right now. All right. So Tremond was born on October 11th, 2015. Nope. No, I wasn't. hope not. Nope. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. No, she met, she started talking, sorry, she started talking to Tremont Harry Dillon on October 11th, 2015 via Facebook. Tremont was 25 years old and serving in the British Army. He had been raised in a strict military family with his dad being a colonel in the Indian Army. Harry came to the UK for college and joined the British Army shortly after. Tremont was an only child and considered very privileged. He was described as worshipped by his parents, and growing up, he was taught that everyone should worship him. That is not going to be good. No. I feel like he's going to, yeah. Yeah. Can you even imagine being around someone that had that amount of arrogance? Ugh. No, thank you. No. So Tremont had commented on a Facebook photo of Alice's, and that's how the pair started talking. The chatting quickly quickly became obsessive on both ends as they were in constant contact. After a month of just calls and texts, they began telling people that they were in a relationship, but they had never met in person. It wasn't until three months later that Tremont was on leave from Afghanistan that he came to stay with Alice for a week. From, 20, from January 2016 to August 2016, The relationship was described as incredibly toxic for Alice. Friends and family noticed that she had begun losing a lot of weight and had become more isolated. Her friends would later state that this was because Tremont was berating her and telling her things to make her feel bad about herself. He would tell her no other man would ever want her because of her flaws, but he doesn't mind them, so she was lucky to have him. Yeah, yuck. Hello, narcissist. Yeah. No, thank you. He was constantly gaslighting her and demanded to know her whereabouts at all times. Since their relationship was mostly... Oh, why did I move my computer when I was reading? Don't you hate it when you do that? This is why I like notebooks. 
Since the relationship was mostly online due to him being a two hour two hours away at the barracks, she would tell him things and he would go drive all the way out to the two the two hour drive. He'd come out to make sure she was where she said she was gonna be and check up on her. Can yeah. you imagine being so insecure with yourself that you would drive two hours? Yeah, no. No. That's it's not this doesn't sound I mean it the relationship started off bad. It doesn't ever yeah. even sound like it started off good. Yeah. One example of his crazy behavior was when Alice and her friends rented a cottage for a holiday. I loved, okay, by the way, real quick, I just love that they call like vacations and weekends away holiday. I love it. Too. So I, of course, get to say that. And then like they say, cottage. I would love to have a holiday. I mean, yeah, right. They say cottage instead of the cabin. So I'm like, Alice and her friends rented a cottage for a holiday. It just sounds so much nicer I than know. vacation and a cabin. I know. It's, it <laughs> makes me so happy. Um, so he um, so they rented this cottage for the holiday and he couldn't get a hold of her. He then started texting and calling her friends, demanding that Alice call him. He was irate that he could not get a hold of her. She then spent the rest of the holiday in constant contact with him. It was also then that her friends realized that this man was a complete nut job. Yeah. Alice did also bring Tremont home to meet her parents, and they described him as a nice guy, but he was clearly trying too hard to come off as the perfect boyfriend. Right. So he was trying to impress the parents, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Overkill. Yeah. They felt they actually couldn't get to know him because of the way he was, uh, because of the act that he was putting on for them. Her mother said that he was not the man they would like to see their daughter settle down with, but they did respect her choice. And one thing I will say, so I did watch the show um, My Lover, My Killer um, on Netflix, and I recommend it. Um, That's where I first heard about the story. Um, Her parents, obviously what they get put through is awful, but they seemed like the most loving, sweet, respectful people. I, I, it just, I just was very impressed with them. You yeah. know, I think she was raised in a beautiful home with great siblings. And so I, I, I wanted to say that because I was just very impressed with her parents and how they handled themselves through this. And just, they just seemed like really great people and they didn't deserve this. So I just want to throw that out there. Um, so yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so, um, his behavior to me would have I, I I'm surprised that after all that she was still with him. Um, yeah, the berating, the friends don't like him, the family's not a big fan. Like to me, I I would send him packing. You know what I mean? Like I'd be like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. But I'm also you know, and gonna be 37, and you know, I don't have the patience for the same crap that I used to. So I keep having to. She tell was myself, young. Yep, 24 you know. years old, and. So I, it's one of those things that I just think it's interesting that there were so many red flags and she was hanging on to it. But you get blinded. You don't see that either. Oh, I know. know. It's just yeah. funny though now that I'm so paranoid. Oh, yeah, paranoid, now you're like. Ugh. I'm like, is that an orange flag? Uh-uh. No, no, no. I'm out. Like, is it doesn't. That, is that a light pink I don't wait. Of yeah. red? I don't wait for red flags. I if, if, if there's any sort of flag, I'm out the door. So. Um, I just, so what, reading this the whole time, I'm like yelling at my computer. I'm like, stop, no, run. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, but you just, but get, we've all yeah, been there. Yeah. We've all, we've been, all there. been there. Yep. Young and dumb. Um, 
It, and it is true, though. I think that that's what helps make us stronger in our later lives. Oh, yeah. So it's just unfortunate well, that she... Well, I mean, yeah, for the people that, I guess, make it through those yeah. bad relationships. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, every relationship is a learning... Oh, yeah. Learning curve. I mean, you learn so much from it. You, you're you like, yep. oh, wait, well, that wasn't good. I shouldn't have done that. But, I mean, also, it's it's kind of cool to look back and be like, well, if I wasn't in that relationship, maybe I wouldn't have learned this about myself. Mm-hmm. To know that this is what I needed to go out and find that. Too. Exactly. Yeah. So everything. I, I do believe that things like especially, you know, as you're growing up and going through different relationships, they happen for a reason. Unfortunately, this reason yeah. is, a, you know, didn't turn out letting her obviously yeah. grow and learn yeah so. it's unfortunate but that wasn't on her no no either. not at all so no that was totally um, on him yeah no and i i think you're right we do learn from this stuff i mean that's why I, my past relationships are why i'm a cynical single gal oh. and living with my friends in their basement hey uh, all right so seven months of dating the world's most controlling asshole in 20 in august of 2016 alice finally gets up the courage to dump him Oh, good for her. I know. But the reason was because he was caught talking to other women on Tinder and trying to start relationships with these women. So not only was he a terrible human being boyfriend, but he was also trying to get some on the side. Yeah. Yeah, not not a fan. No, shouldn't do that. And he wasn't even that cute. Like, what? Okay. Alice found out when a mutual friend told... I wrote the word wrong. Anyway, when a mutual friend told her uh, or provided her with evidence of his shitty behavior, Tremont denied this and tried to manipulate the situation, but ultimately Alice saw through it and ended the relationship. This, of course, sent the already controlling Tremont into a complete panic as he no longer had control of her. Immediately after they broke up, Tremont hacked her Facebook, would send her hundreds of messages a day, and put spyware on her phone. He was able to track her down at all times, which worried her friends, family, and co-workers. On September 30th, 2016, Alice was home alone and she heard a knock at her door. When she looked through the peephole, no one was there. This exact same scenario played out three times total before she finally went to bed. I give her mad props for going to bed. I yeah. Would... No, I would have been like, I'm out of here. Call right, someone. Right. And, exactly. Yeah. While in her bed, she heard a knock at her window. She looked outside and saw Tremont there. He had set chocolates and flowers on her woods windowsill, and he was then seen backing away and then taking off. Alice immediately called the police and reported the incident. It was then that the dispatcher suggested she obtain a PIN, which is a police information notice, similar to a restraining order. Oh. Wow, that was a hard word for me to say. Restraining order. <laughs> During this process, she learned that this wasn't the first time a woman had taken a pin out on Tremont. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there was an incident prior to Alice when Tremont was dating someone else. He saw that girl also broke up with him, and she later started dating someone else. Tremont saw them in public and went up and spit in their faces. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. He's sweet. Ugh. So once the pin was in place... Calls, messages, and visits visits from Tremont ended. Well, they ended briefly. A week of silence from Tremont, Tremont was broken when he sent a package in the mail. It was pictures of them when they were together and a letter she had written him right before they broke up. 
Police did nothing when she contacted them about the package. This infuriated Alice, and she sent a message to her sister that said, they'll fucking resound once he's fucking stabbed me, meaning they'll hear me once he stabbed me. So, yikes. Yeah, it's kind of eerie. Even with the harassment and stalking from Tremont, Alice did begin a relationship with another man, and it seemed to be going very well. But when Tremont learned of this other man and with the pin against him, he became extremely angry, which takes up takes us up to the uh, fateful night of October 12th, 2016. So Alice finished her workday and was escorted home by one of her co-workers. They had all agreed that someone would make sure she got home safely each day due to the threats she was receiving from Tremont. Which I thought was super sweet. And there is video footage of her coworker walking her all the way up to her door. So That's it's so very, nice. very nice. You have, I mean, it's just funny, like, being outside, like, the normal 9 to 5 kind of, like, office situation I'm in. But, like, you really do get, like, so close and you become, like, friends and almost like your work family. It, yeah. It's great. And it sounds like she had a good support yeah. system yeah, with that, was, which is really nice. Yeah, she did. Friends, family, and coworkers were all really good to her. Yeah. So. So once she entered her flat, she locked the door in two places, so a chain and a deadbolt, and went into her room to change out of her work clothes. Alice had been messaging her new boyfriend when all of a sudden the messages just stopped on his end. Well, on his end, like he stopped receiving them. Tremont had broken into Alice's flat and attacked her. A struggle ensued and Alice realized she couldn't get to the front door because she had locked it twice and didn't think she would have enough time so she ran into the bathroom and hoped she could lock him out and he would just go away unfortunately Tremont kicked in the door and immediately began slashing alice's throat with a knife whoa he slit her throat six times and then ran out of the flat the same way he entered which was through her bedroom window oh yeah wow Only 20 minutes later, Alice's roommate Maxine came home, but found that she could not get in. She called for Alice to unlock the door, but there was no response. She tried her cell, also no response. So Maxine went around the back and shimmied up the drain pipe into Alice's window and climbed through. That is when she noticed the home was in disarray. She walked through the flat calling for Alice with fear in her stomach. She then opened the bathroom door where she found Alice lying in a pool of blood. She called the police and told them immediately who did it. Not who she thought, who she knew had done this. And there is, um, you know, she does give an interview about that night. And then she also, um, not on that episode, it's um, on, um, on a different link that I'll post. But they also have her recorded phone call calling 911. Well, their Ugh. version of 911. Yeah. And it's so sad. What which, is, do you know what their version is? I did. It's like, I think it's just 99, but I could be wrong. Somebody, was it, what was I listening somebody correct to? Me. I was listening to one. Oh, I was listening to something about like New Zealand and theirs is 111, I think, or oh. Australia is 111. Yeah. Which it, I thought was interesting. I, I can't remember. I mean, it's in the episode, but I didn't mm-hmm. write it down. So. But yeah, their version of 911. Yeah. Um, so at this point, Tremont had begun his two-hour drive back to the barracks. And when he arrived, he changed his clothes, showered, and began to escape when police arrived. They immediately arrested him, but he tells police he knows nothing about the murder and that he had been out shopping all day. In the meantime, at 2 a.m., Alice's parents get a knock at their door from the police. 
they said they knew immediately why they were there. Ugh. Yeah. That's, I mean, I guess it's better than a phone call, but. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know what I would rather have. Yeah. Having to deal with it face to face or just hear it over the phone. Yeah. So word spreads of her death between friends and coworkers, and to say these folks were devastated was an understatement. The interviews that I watched and listened to about Alice from her friends and family members were absolutely beautiful. It honestly sounds like an angel was taken from this earth. Her loss left such a wake on this community, and it was very devastating. That's and I so highly bad. suggest to um, watch like that show I was mentioning um, and read some articles on her life. She just seemed like such a wonderful person. And it this is it's just so de- like why does it always happen to the good people? Ugh. And this is why I'm not I mean, nice. I'm sure there's plenty of bad people that get it too. But like but it's just so sad cuz you like you f- you really fall in love with her, her personality, her kindness and then you just it's just a, it's just not fair. It yeah. makes me so angry. So Yeah. So police know that Tremont killed Alice. The stalking alone makes him the number one suspect, but they yeah. give him the opportunity to come clean as his own. He doesn't. No, of course not, because he is above everyone else. He's above it. Yeah. Yep. When they present evidence from his phone showing that he was at Alice's flat that day, he says, okay, fine, I was. But she and I talked and then I left. She was fine the last time I saw her. Since mm-hmm. he wasn't coming clean, they presented him with more evidence they had. Her blood was on his steering wheel. His third excuse was that she attacked him and then killed herself accidentally in the process. Yeah, you accidentally slash your throat six times uh-huh. for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. The worst part about this was that the asshat legit thought people were, were going to believe him. Investigators said he was so confident in his story and in the courtroom that his arrogant attitude was... Oh, no. I think I must have been really tired when I put this together. <laughs> Investigators said he was so confident in that in that story and in court. I can't read this. I, I can't read it. It doesn't make any sense. I, to sum it up, he, he... He was so arrogant. He was just so arrogant and confident in court. He didn't think that anyone wouldn't believe him. Yeah. Like, he just thought that he, he legit- definitely had this you know, locked down. Like, yeah. There was no way that people were going to come. Can, you know what I think happened here? Can, yeah. It looks like my cursor got so like in somewhere and I must have started deleting it because these aren't even words. Okay. Oh, no. Anyway, sorry. So, yeah, he was extremely arrogant in court and he legit thought he was going to get away with this. Yeah. But he didn't. Um, he was found guilty and sentenced to a minimum of 22 years in prison. So how it works from what I read, is that he absolutely has to serve 22 years in prison. There is no way he can get out, no parole, nothing. After that, he is up and can um, technically get paroled at any time. So it's kind of, in my eyes, a horrible sentence because he could only end up serving 22 years for taking her life. So, yeah, like, basically, if he's, like, the model inmate and, like, you know... Right. Behaves well in prison. Yeah. You know, that always goes for you. Right. So that makes me sad because it's like, I think, and I've said this before, I don't think it's fair that if you purposely take uh, someone's life, especially in this sort of manner, that you should be allowed to have a life of your own. I don't necessarily mean the death penalty, but 
I don't see why he should ever get an opportunity to live his life. Well, and I just feel like if he's done this once before, mm-hmm. he's had these pins out before on him as well. Like this yeah. is obviously this was an escalation. Yeah. From escalation from where he had been before too. So I mean, if he gets out again, there there's no way that there would be a possibility yeah. of this happening yeah. again. I mean, I yeah, and I just think it's as simple as this. He should serve as much time as Alice is serving. So, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Until she can walk free, he can't. Well. I, I just, I, I could change the world. Damn. So to make matters worse, he taunted the family during the hearing. Ugh. What he, a dick. This is awful. He turned and looked at her father and said, it's a shame her father couldn't have been there while she was dying. Oh, what an awful thing to Can say. Can you imagine? And I just got done telling you guys how great these parents were. Yeah. It's. I'm sure that dad wanted to murder him. Yeah. He was terrible. So Tremont is serving his sentence at the HM prison in Durham. In 2020, he petitioned to get moved to India to serve out his the, the remainder of his sentence. But it looks like that was denied. Mm. The family fought that as. They felt he would get released early if he was sent to his home country, which it could have happened. I yeah, mean, I don't know how that especially works. Especially if his family has any pull there. So. Yeah, true. You never know. Yep. So uh, from for what, I, what I've read, it seems like he's still in the same spot. So. Um, so some more sad news about this case. It was learned that Alice had reached out to her mother two days before she was murdered and told her mom that she thought he was going to kill her. Her poor mom has to live with the guilt, which is just awful yeah i hope she doesn't think i mean what could her mom have done you know well one thing that her mom did say in this interview was that she had an enormous amount of guilt because of that yeah which that she could have done something that she should have done something but she just never thought it would ever come to this well yeah she thought the young and stupid and just just like you know know, mm -hmm. crazy yeah like well yeah and you just you think okay they're just young case and they don't know any better they're leading with their emotions yeah i i totally get it and she said it wasn't until she started talking to people in the family and her friends that she realized that everyone felt guilty um yeah because everyone wanted to save her everyone thought they were trying to save her right so that helped her in a sense to not necessarily and by no means do i think she doesn't still feel awful because it's a mom like you lost your baby like yeah i wouldn't i like i've said that a million times i don't think i would ever be able to move on with my yeah, life i don't know how you do but it's nice to know that the family and friends are able to come together and you know remember her for the right reasons so and you know besides maxine maxine says the old that's the roommate she said that she feels awful because she saw you know alice in the bathroom like that yeah and she says that she feels that that image now overshadows what she remembers about alice oh i mean it's not something you could ever forget exactly so that's awful and if maxine ever listens to this i'm so sorry but i hope that you can find peace because that's awful yeah um so also her mom had gone on to say that every time or every time we wake up in the morning there's a few seconds where everything seems normal and then suddenly you think oh Alice is dead and it re- and it becomes really hard oh i don't think there's been a day since Alice died that i haven't cried 
So yeah. her, yeah. So it's and and her mom was very emotional during the interview as well. And like I said, watch it again. It's it's such it's it's a very good show. They did a very nice job with it. Um, and then there's a bunch of really good articles too, and I will post the links to them because they're. There's not a whole lot of details to this case because it's kind of cut and dry. He stalked her. He murdered yeah. her. Um, and it's just a very sad situation. But there is a chance this guy could get out. So it's one of those things that's on my radar because I don't think he should ever get out. But I don't. But know. it'll be, I mean, I don't want to do the math right now. But it's like 22 years. So it'll be a while because um, yeah. this happened in 2016. So, um, but it's still one of those things where I just, you know, I, I, he doesn't deserve to be walking free. No. So, ever. No. But, so, I also want to really quickly talk about that there is something really awesome that has come out of this. Mm-hmm. And it is called the Alice Ruggles Trust. And this is a trust that helps raise awareness of stalking to ensure that relevant legislation legislation is, is effective and adhered to and to bring about lasting improvements in the management of perpetrators and the protection of victims so essentially in robin language it is a organization that is trying to make it a lot harder for someone to stalk you and murder you and to make sure that people are protected that their voices are heard and that the government is doing their part because like the family doesn't blame the police for for this no obviously because no one thought it would get to this point and they're just trying to make sure that Everyone is on their toes that something as simple as two young kids having a lover's quarrel. Or, yeah, just, like, going back yeah. and forth about a breakup. Like. Yep. Yeah. So they're just trying to make sure that it's, it doesn't happen again. So they have this awesome um, – there's a website, um, and I will post that as well. And uh, it's just a great organization that is trying to raise um, awareness. So – Definitely look into that. I, for one, would love to, I don't know, here in the United States, if we can do anything like that to yeah. assist with it. But I think it's a great cause. Um, and it, there's definitely, there's um, we, there's suggestions on how to stay safe and resources in case you are going through something. Yep. So I I think it's really great that they, they did this. So if you get a chance, you can check out their um, website. And I do see here that they do fundraising and you can collect donations as well. So if anyone's interested in doing any of that. And yeah, but uh, that is the unfortunate and very sad murder of Alice Ruggles. And not much about the house, huh? So it's just a flat, and I know where it is, and I need a realtor to from Gateshead to call me and tell me everything they know about it, and I will give an update. So who's ever cousin's best friend, like best friend's brother, Yes. Is a realtor there. Let us know. Yes. We have our UK listeners now. This is your time to shine. Let's do it. Go get me some information on this flat so that, that one, I can finish this episode, and two, we all can know. And I can um, highlight our great realtor friends across the pond. Across the pond, Molly says. one may say. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's the that's the story of Alice. So well, very sad and very um, sad. She sounded like lots a of, wonderful woman. Yeah, lots of love and prayers to her family because you all yeah. seem like such great people. No one should have to go through that. Nope. So no. All right. Well, you know the routine, guys. If you are interested in a case or you have questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at home is where the murder is at gmail dot com. Uh, we have our Facebook page as well. Home is where the murder is. And we are on Instagram. And I think we might get more 
services someday, but we just don't have the time. Listen, I we the time is very very low during the day to do things. It's gone. It's the where to go. I don't know. Gone. <laughs> um, but I I am wanting to sit down and really boost and do a lot more on Instagram. So I'm kind of starting to plan that, and I want to go back and kind of add in each episode with images and stuff like that as well. So look for that in the next week or two, I would say. Yeah. Hey, and I made it through an entire episode without coughing, yawning, or my stomach growling. I yawned. Well. But that's about it. (laughs) All right. Not that you were boring. It's just. No, I know. This happens to me too. It's this fort. I know. We're in a dark fort with cozy tea and blankets. So it's just like your body's like comfortable yeah well all right this was fun everybody have a great week and we will see you next week thank you bye-bye